Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and in case you didn't know, Jesus called it. He predicted everything that's going on in the world today. Given that, each Saturday I'll be doing a wrap-up of current events and how they match up with what Jesus spoke of when he was asked, what sign will signal your return and the end of the world in Matthew chapter 24, as well as other last days and end times prophecies. As Jesus told the Pharisees and the Sadducees in Matthew 16, he said, you know how to interpret the weather signs in the sky, but you don't know how to interpret the signs of the times. I pray as you hear God's truth, that it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. I pray that God opens your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you. And I pray that you see that Bible prophecy is not meant to scare you, but warn you and give you the hope, joy, and peace that only the living God, Jesus Christ, can give. Be blessed. World Watch for July 1st, 2023. Prophetic last day's news, just like Jesus said. Jesus warned us, nation will go to war against nation and kingdom against kingdom. The Greek word for nation is ethnos, from which we get our words ethnic and ethnicity. It's also translated as people group against people group. This is found in his Olivet Discourse in Matthew 24, Luke 21, and Mark 13. Additionally, he said, but all this is only the first of the birth pains with more to come. Friend, that's what we're seeing in France right now, the birth pains of the last days. So under wars, threats of wars, people group versus people group, we have sheer lawlessness. France is burning. France is a battlefield, riots, arson, baseball bats, guns, fireworks, and stones with the hours of darkness at the hands of gangs of young Muslims following whole days of riots and loss of control over the country. Incidentally, the riots are in protest of the death of a Muslim Algerian teenager by police a few days ago. The policeman in question is in custody. This has escalated into a Muslim infatada in France. And as I record this, as I understand, it's spreading to other European countries. These disturbances are only getting worse. They spread to, um, through dozens of cities throughout the country. Public buildings were set on fire, including the library at Marseille. Shops looted, hundreds of cars burned, all in extreme violence. There is no control. Just last night, 41 police stations were attacked, 79 police injured, 2,560 fires in the streets, 1,360 cars burnt, and 234 buildings burnt. And if you want to click on over to my blog, the link is in the show notes. I've embedded several tweets, um, and um, and it's and you can watch these videos to actually see what's going on there. Historic buildings in France that survived bombardment in World War II cannot survive the cultural enrichment of open borders. Islamic people whom France gave shelter in their country on the bias of humanity, now the same Muslim jihadis are, are trying to destroy France. 
and the president of France is not able to take any strong action. Macron has canceled all events over the weekend across France because of security concerns. Um, and, and also this, um, just like the United States celebrates their Independence Day, there's also the French Revolution that's actually celebrated in the middle of the month. Well, this is a different type of revolution that's going on right now. Um, and there's, and, and I mean, it's gone to guns. They're calling it a civil war. It looks more to me like a revolution, but it is, it's terrible what's going on. We need to pray for France. We need to pray for the innocent people. I saw a video on Twitter of a lady, an older lady. I mean, a little lady in her seventies, I think kneeling in the middle of the street, just praying, just pleading, pleading with, with these, these, these Muslim guys, they're mostly all men to stop, to stop what they're doing. It's just terrible. So we need to pray for, for peace, for shalom in France and in Europe. Um, and for Jesus to shine his light there, for the churches to stand firm. Then we have Ukraine and Russia. Then we, ha we have a coup that never was. So it was a rebellion or mutiny against Putin, which ended. And um, last Friday, Wagner Group leader uh, Yevgeny uh, Prigozhin, probably saying his name wrong, revolted against Russian military leadership and led his troops on a march toward Moscow. Then, in the space of less than 24 hours after negotiations with the president of Belarus, Pregazin called off the rebellion and agreed to go into exile in Belarus. No matter what happens, the short-lived revolt is a prime example of how quickly an unexpected crisis has the potential to dramatically change the present world order. Only God knows what the future holds, and we can be grateful that history is in his hands. That's from Foreshadows, which is one of my Bible prophecy resources on Telegram. And if you want that link, um, you can go to the bottom of my blog. I've got the links to all of my sources there. And Steve Miller, who uh, who does the Foreshadows report, has a really good book, uh, 12 Mega Clues That Jesus' Return is Nearer Than Ever. Um. Also from the Russian Ukraine, um, a Russian kamikaze drone made in Iran hit a building in Kharkiv full of mercenaries and killed at least 50 of them. Now, the mercenaries were from the, the Wagner group, so they've disbanded, but apparently the, um, now they're being chased down. The Ukrainians and Russians accuse each other of preparing to destroy the Zafiria nuclear power plant now that was that's the power plant that's on the edge of the um reservoir that reservoir was the reservoir that is no longer there because the dam um that was uh destroyed and flooded everything you know downstream of the the Dnipro river so we're still that's still up in the air um, and then I have a, a headline with an article. And again, you can click on over to my blog and click on um, these links to dig deeper into these articles. Joel Rosenberg um, 
Does Ezekiel's war of Gog and Magog warn judgment is coming to Russia? Judgment is coming to the whole world, but you know, some areas are getting it quicker than others. Elsewhere around the world, um, some more um, articles, headlines, arrests and encounters of FBI terror watch list suspects at the U.S. southern border hits a all-time high. North Korea held mass rallies across the nation last Saturday, which marked the day of struggle against U.S. imperialism when government leaders promised to annihilate the enemy. Rumors of wars. In a deal that is unprecedented between the two countries, Iran will supply thousands of drones and speedboats to China. So don't be surprised if something very, very soon happens with Taiwan. Okay, over in Israel. Uh, and I've got some videos here on Israel. Um, uh, but I've got a little piece here from Foreshadows. Um, it's titled, What the U.S. Media Isn't Reporting About Syria. And this is important because Syria is just to the north of Israel. Um, so both Russia and Iran have had a strong presence in Syria in recent years and have helped dictator Bashar al-Assad to stay in power during the Syrian civil war. The U.S. has also had a presence in Syria with troops designated to fight ISIS terrorists. The U.S. positions have been protected by U.S. fighter jets. Russia and the U.S. have long had a system in which the two sides have communicated with each other to prevent any possibility of inadvertent conflict between the two. The U.S. fights ISIS and Russia, along with Iran, is there to keep Assad in power. But since March, Russia has broken away from the rule set to prevent any possibility of conflict. Russian aircraft have been flying directly over U.S. positions, sometimes multiple times a day, and sometimes with bombs on the jets. At the same time, terrorist militia proxies supported by Iran have been directly harassing U.S. positions and individuals in Syria. It appears that Russia and Iran are now working together in a secret coordinated effort to intimidate and pressure the U.S. to withdraw from Syria to the point of carrying out targeted attacks. But the U.S. has been supporting Ukraine in the Russia-Ukraine war. President Putin of Russia is glad to look for ways to harass the U.S. however he can. It is becoming clear that Russia and Iran are coordinating their efforts at higher levels than ever before. Should the U.S. end up leaving Syria, that would leave the entire country available for Russia and Iran to develop a major military presence that would pose a threat to Israel. All of this is in line with what Ezekiel 38 tells us to expect with regard to future alliances between Russia, Iran, Turkey, and other countries that will attack Israel in the end times. And that's from Foreshadows. Um, and I embedded here a video. Um, one of the ministries that I've supported um, uh, in Israel is uh, called One for Israel. So it's a Messianic Jewish ministry. Um, and they had... Um, several things happened. And so the video, it shows they had a massive fire um, uh, at their Bible college, um, but it was, it was a miracle. So you gotta, you gotta watch, uh, uh, click on my blog and watch this video. 
Um, and uh, a couple of other things. Um, Senator Ted Cruz says Joe Biden is pathologically obsessed with undermining Israel. Netanyahu will visit China. Instability in Afghanistan led to more than 3,700 civilian casualties since August of 2021. And that's just one problem getting worse and worse and worse. And then, of course, if you're not familiar with Ezekiel 38 prophecy, you can click on over to my blog. And um, I have a map there that shows the countries that they're talking about. Um, and um, you can see who the powerful players are going to be. Is Putin Gog? I don't know. Okay, they're, um, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. He could be, okay? But, um, and we don't know when the Gog May Gog war is going to happen. Um, and I've got a video with, uh, from Hope for Our Times with uh, Tom Hughes and, um, uh, and uh, Don Perkins, talking about um, uh, answering the question, is this the beginning of the Gog-Magog war? Um, and, um, and then, of course, I've got, um, you guys like the military stuff, I've got uh, Sitrep from uh, Monkey Works, The Fog of War. Um, undoubtedly, we are witnessing the convergence of numerous events, all prophesied in the Bible, happening all at once. Unfortunately, things are going to get way worse before Jesus comes for his born-again believers in the rapture. Okay, next we've got earthquakes, seismic weather events, pestilence, plagues, and famine. Okay, the Greek word for earthquake is seismos, which refers to seismic weather like tornadoes, hurricanes, violent storms, as well as earthquakes and volcanoes. So global earthquakes. Now I have on my tablet um, the app Quake Feed, and I check this a few times a day. Um, I like the European EMSC model, which shows quakes uh, 2.0 magnitude and higher all over the world. All this week, while there weren't many over 5.8, that there weren't any over 5.8, there have been a lot of clusters and swarms in areas of the Philippines, Indonesia, Turkey, Central America, the Azores, which in the North Atlantic, and Puerto Rico. And each time I check, there are around 250 earthquakes over a 24-hour period. So they're not, the earthquakes aren't coming more in strength, they're coming more in frequency. And again, they've got these little clusters and swarms, you know, so you'll get like, you know, the 5.8 and then there'll be like six earthquakes, you know, from 2.0 to, you know, and all different, uh, um, all different magnitudes around the five, the 5.8. So, um, and then of course I've got the videos from my earthquake experts on YouTube. You can check them out as well as the report from the preacher's channel with worldwide flooding that's going on. Um... Then we still have the Canadian fires, which continue to burn. So according to the Canadian Interagency Forest Fire Center, um, the CIFFC, which maintains records on the numbers of fires and the amount of land burned in the country, a new record for acres burned was established on Saturday, June 24th. As of Monday, over 19 million acres of land have burned so far. This eclipses the previous record of over 17 and a half million acres in 1995. Um, the records have been maintained since 1983. CIFFC data as of Tuesday, 
morning also indicated that there were 492 active fires across the country and a total of nearly 3,000 have burned since the beginning of the year. Officials were responding to 89 fires in Alberta, the most of any province in, uh, in the country with Quebec not far behind at 81. And smoke and haze still plagued the northeast U.S. from Chicago to New England. Um, now, here we've got some more headlines and, again, some more articles. Historic heat wave that roasted Texas with hot temperatures is shifting across the southeast. And even here in Phoenix, we're in for a toasty July 4th um, with near record-breaking temperatures up to 116 degrees. Um, some other headlines. NOAA declares the arrival of El Nino. Okay, so that that just changes the whole weather prospects. Um, it's, gee, climate change, weather. USA, U.S. corn and soy crops are at risk because drought con- conditions rapidly spread in America's breadbasket. I mean, it hasn't rained here in Phoenix in, um, since March. Um, over a thousand sea lions, dolphins get sick and, and dying as toxic bloom off California coast expands. Brazil, extreme rainfall in southern Brazil, at least 11 dead and 20 missing. And that's included in the video that I've got here. Bolivia, rare snowfall, cold wave in Bolivia, Santa Cruz, deals blow to agriculture and kills cattle. Spain, massive hailstorm and torrential rain cause widespread damage in Marica. Austria, severe thunderstorms produce large hail and multiple mudslides in Austria causing widespread damage. Nepal, monsoon rains ravished Koshi province, five dead, 28 missing, considerable infrastructure damage. This is all in one week. India, monsoon arrives in Assam, severe flooding affects 34,000. Hectares of crops are affected. Remnants of cyclone Viperjoy leave trail of destruction in Rajasthan. Rajasthan, record rainfall in Chennai, India. There have been seven fatalities and mass evacuations. Unexplained deaths in India's heat wave raises questions. China, Beijing breaks mid-June heat record. Philippines, destructive tornado strikes San Fernando. Lightning strikes in European Eastern Alps doubled over the past 40 years. And this next story comes from uh, Malawi, the Zambezi Mission. Cyclone Freddy, which I reported a a few few weeks ago, has had a devastating impact on southern Malawi. Torrential rain led to flash flooding and huge mudslides. As of 18th of March, 445 people have died, around 363,000 people displaced. 282 are still missing. The fatalities include 10 members of one family. Uh, from um, the Chilabwe Zambezi Evangelical Church in Blantyre, who were tragically swept away when a raging torrent engulfed the house that they were sleeping in. Please pray for the ongoing disaster relief effort. Pray, too, that the mission would have sufficient resources to help meet the enormous needs that their church partners are facing. Okay, and we go over to pestilence and famine. A swarm of gnat-like insects have been spotted all over New York City. 
Outbreaks of malaria, H5N1, the swine flu, and monkeypox are suddenly popping up everywhere. Again, click on over to my blog and check out these articles. I'm just reading headlines. For the first time in 20 years, malaria infections have been confirmed in people who did not travel outside the U.S. In fact, the entire state of Florida has just been placed on an alert for malaria. And a colossal heat dome is literally baking much of the country. And this could cause widespread crop failures. So if you think food is expensive now, okay, yes. All right, let's go to all the fun stuff. Um, Increased satanic evil, sexual immorality, apostasy, false teaching, corruption and deception in the last days. Pastors are twisting the Bible for the LGBT movement. How did we get here? And that's an interesting article. Click on over to my blog. The link is in the show notes. Check it out. Many are now flocking to the new AI-generated Ouija board in an effort to speak to dead loved ones. Now, you know, I used to play with, with these Ouija boards when I was a teenager. I just thought it was cool. You know, I, I didn't know it was bad. I was... I was going to Catholic church. Catholic church didn't teach me the truth. I'm so grateful that God saved me from that. Debased minds, suppression of truth. Romans 1 manifested in nearly every community. The result, society is crumbling. You've got to read this article. Then I have um, a video uh, <laughs> about the popular worship songs that is not worship. It's wrong. Then I've got a tweet in, with a video, and there's a Lutheran female pastor that reads this false creed, and it's sick. Um, you know, you got to read the Bible for yourself and not believe these people because they're making stuff up as they go along. Um, believable, unbelievable. Okay. Then we have the New World Order, the Great Reset, economic chaos, big brother, government overreach in the last days. Again, these are headlines. Click on over to my blog to check out these articles. The Fed is secretly stress testing the U.S. economy against nightmare scenarios. The EU is looking for ways to block out the sun and change weather patterns on Earth in efforts to combat climate change. Gee, what can go wrong with that? <laughs> French President Macron calls for a global tax to fight climate change. I can't make this stuff up. Swiss National Bank is set to launch a digital currency pilot. The UN encourages social media users to report others for online hate speech. Now, I wonder what the definition of this includes. Chinese surveillance state, facial recognition and social credit score are required at gas stations. And again, you got to click on over to my blog, check out the videos. Uh, Prophetic Perspectives with Brandon Holthouse, The Coming Global Tyranny, and California's New Legislature. And this is Fox Business. Um, and you got you got to watch these videos. Um, are you ready for the Antichrist system? I also have um, 
uh, a podcast uh, with uh, for Stand Up for the Truth with Gary Ka, and it, an accelerating one world agenda. It's here, people. It is here. Now, Paul warned us of the raging insanity of the last days. And I quote, and we're in Second Timothy chapter three, starting in verse one. You should, um, you should know this, Timothy, that in the last days, it will be very difficult times for people will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride, and love pleasure rather than God. They will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. And Jesus said regarding the last days, but this is only the first of the birth pains with more to come. And then right after that, in Matthew 24, he said, then you will be arrested, persecuted, and killed. You will be hated all over the world because you are my followers. So Christian persecution. I have a video here, uh, witness of, of a, a UK doctor who loses his job in the Department for Work and Pensions after saying he wouldn't use transgender, transgender pronouns. Um, at persecution. Okay. Um, elsewhere in the world, Vietnam, in the Central Highlands, two members of the United States consulate were stopped by locals, including police, from visiting churches and believers to investigate reports of persecution. Pray that believers will persevere in their faith and that local authorities will allow churches to operate. Burkina Faso, in February 2023, jihadists burned and destroyed Pastor Laurent's church in eastern Burkina Faso. That's in Central Africa. Then in March 2023, jihadists abducted Pastor Laurent when he traveled to attend a regional pastor's meeting. As the kidnappers forced him into the bush, he sent one text to his family who haven't heard from his since. A local villager later reported seeing him bound, blindfolded, and being transported by the Islamic militants to a different area. Voice of the Martyrs has helped his wife and six children move to a more secure location. The family asked for prayers that Pastor Lorenz's life will be preserved and that he will be set free. Bangladesh. Sabina is fearful after an influential local man interrupted one of her literacy classes and threatened her if she used it to teach Christianity. Students are now afraid to attend, so Sabina has started visiting them. The class is greatly impacting the community. Pray that this will continue. Also in Bangladesh, recently Muslim groups have cautioned students from attending these literacy classes, saying they will fall into trouble if they go. So pray for this fear and intimidation to end and for greater acceptance of religious diversity. Sri Lanka, this one incident accomplished what I couldn't have done with a thousand sermons. That's a quote. Even though his church was attacked by Buddhist extremist Pastor Indunil praises God for the spiritual growth he has seen after the attack. Praise God for bringing good out of this situation. Nepal, Christians are facing increasing hostility from Hindu activists. In one incident, two believers were detained for six hours for street preaching. Elsewhere, two Christians 
were pressured into burning a Bible in front of a watching crowd. Ask the Lord to embolden believers amid opposition. And here's some more headlines with articles that you can go into my blog and dig deeper. A Christian family is traumatized by ethnic violence in India. Nabil, a persecuted Christian in Pakistan, was sentenced to death. More than 150 Christians killed in Plateau State, Plateau State, Nigeria. A biology professor with 20 years of experience has been fired for teaching sex was determined by chromosomes X and Y. It's a biology professor. A biologist. An American street preacher has been arrested in England for preaching during an LGBT pride event. Um, and I've got a video, a Nigerian pastor um, just tells the story of the intimidation climate of Christianity in Nigeria that you've got to read this. Now, the gospel around the world in the last days. Now, you know, Christ told us to go into the world um, and spread um, the gospel before he left us, before he ascended. So um, this is some good news. For the good news was first we preached to all nations, to all peoples. The Jesus Film Project extends to unreached, to the unreached in Bhutan. Okay, so this is a Jesus film that is dubbed in languages from all over the world. We got a new one. We're in Bhutan. Iran, a great awakening is exploding in Iran. Visions and dreams and miraculously answered prayers are taking place. Indonesia, today we're praying for Jay, reaching out with the gospel among coffee farmers on the island of Sumatra. He recently received a motorbike to help him in the ministry. Please pray for safety and protection as he travels and serves the Lord in this predominantly Muslim area. Indonesia, since becoming a Christian, Subekti's uh, transformation has amazed his friends, but his family doesn't want him at home. He lives on his rickshaw, but he's content. Quote, I sit here and wait for passengers while reading the Bible or other discipleship books, he says. Pray that Subekti's rickshaw journeys will lead others to Jesus. And there's more. So we'll be right back after this message. If you're just starting to read the Bible and prefer to hold a book in your hands rather than use an app, it's a good idea to get a study Bible. But which version or translation is best? There are too many to choose from. As a former Catholic, it helped me to have a Bible translation in plain, everyday English. When I first started going back to church, a well-meaning friend told me to get a King James Version. Well, guess what? I got frustrated with the bees and the thousands, stopped reading it, totally defeating the purpose. Eventually, I got the new international version, and that was great for a new Christian to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. Today, I also study from the New Living Translation. I'm an affiliate of Christian Book Distributors, and I've chosen two study Bibles that would be great for the new Christian believer. Check them out. The link is in the show notes. And we're back, and we're going to Sri Lanka. Um, pray that the courageous Christians in the southern province of Sri Lanka will remain steadfast and continue to share the gospel with others in their community. Also in Sri Lanka, Pastor 
E. Donnell's strength has encouraged other Christians to come out of hiding. And the Christian church is now more visible than ever before. Pray that this church will be a beacon of light and hope in the region. The Middle East, um, from an organization called WEC. One couple has been getting more involved with expat Arabs from a Christian background. One week, they told the story of the 10th plague of Exodus to a small group. A new participant turned up, so they hesitated, thinking it may be awkward to tell the story, but it was the next one on the list. So they were humbled and encouraged to see the engagement of all who attended, including the new person. God's word does what he needs it to. Pray for local people to join this group. Tanzania, and this comes from Church Mission Society. Christine and David Torrance are CMS mission partners, newly arrived in Kondoa, Tanzania, where they are looking to come alongside local Christians in discipleship and ministry. David teaches at the Kondoa Bible College. Christine and David ask for prayer that Jesus remain their first love for more of the work of the Holy Spirit in their lives and for David as he begins teaching theology in Swahili. Wow, that is so cool. Um, and uh, you got to check out the uh, videos and podcasts that um, uh, I've embedded here. Tremendous stories of faith um, and good news. But we are living in the last days. We can't ignore this fact. Um, and yes, things do look hopeless and grim down here on earth. But what can we do? We can pray and draw closer to Jesus through his word, his salvation and his hope. Now, I, uh, earlier I read from uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3 in the beginning. Well, right after that, then Paul, who was writing this to Timothy, um, first he gives a warning, but then Paul's charge to Timothy should be ours. So we go down to verse 10. But you, Timothy, certainly know what I teach and how I live and what my purpose in life is. You know my faith, my patience, my love, and my endurance. You know how much persecution and suffering I have endured. You know all about how I was persecuted in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra. But the Lord rescued me from all of it. Yes, and everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. But evil people and imposters will flourish. They will deceive others and will themselves be deceived. But you must remain faithful to the things you have been taught. You know they are true for you know you can trust those who taught you. You have been taught the Holy Scriptures from childhood. They have given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes from trusting in Christ Jesus. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. So stand strong in Jesus Christ in the last days. How do you do that? You have to be well rooted in the scriptures. You have to read the Bible. Okay, if you're if if you grew up like me for 30 years of my life, I've never picked up a Bible. Um growing up Catholic, we were never encouraged to pick up a Bible. We only went by what the church taught us and that was wrong. 
So that is not what Paul's talking about here. Paul's talking, uh, uh, Timothy, um, this, this happened in the first century. You know, in the, he's writing this letter from prison in Rome in the late um, 60s AD. So this is before the Catholic Church, before the church that was uh, corrupted. So the scripture is the Bible that he's talking about. So people, you need to read the Bible. You can't understand, you can't discern um, what is being said by these, by these pastors, these deceivers, Satan, uh, if you don't know the truth. You have to read the truth. So we pray, Jesus, you are the unbreakable, unshakable, immovable foundation that stands the test of time and keeps us standing strong in the face of panic-inducing winds and terrifying storms. Help us to remember that we belong in the kingdom of heaven, that this evil earth is not our home. Thank you for being our confident hope, Lord. Please come soon to fulfill your salvation and grant us patience as we wait to see it. Amen. So my question to you is, are you secure in your salvation through Jesus Christ? If you're not sure if you're saved or not, if you truly want to be born again and have the assurance of salvation, receive the Holy Spirit, feel his shalom, a peace that surpasses all understanding, and get a one-way nonstop ticket to heaven after you die, or that you won't be left behind at the rapture, which, Lord, please, it can happen at any moment. What you have to do is invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift of grace and confident hope of eternal life. You don't know what to say. You don't know what to do. There's a prayer in the show notes, or you can click on over to my blog. Quick word says how to know Jesus. And in the bottom of the blog, I've got even more videos. Um, there's Prophecy Today Weekend podcast. There's um, uh, the ra Raging Insanity. Um, and, and then the links to dig deeper. And you got to watch these videos. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want 
anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.